Welcome to Loudmouth Stereo Podcast. My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. And Loudmouth Stereo is where we combine ourselves to talk about different topics. The topic tonight is unpaid internships. It's just free labor. And I'm going to basically talk about my experience I don't know if Greg ever had any internships, but if he did, don't talk about that. And I'm going to talk about, you know, the changes for today versus when I had internships and the pros and cons of it. Because um, we know everybody needs to make money, but at the same time, we work with different age groups of people who don't know shit and I don't know how you got the job versus people who really know how to do the job, but they just can't get up in the position because a lot of corporate places, they hire out and in, not Mm -hmm. in and up. And um, we just want to talk about it. But before we get into that, we go do a little catch up and allow some people come in here. And if you want to share, share it in the message. If you want to find us, we're on your favorite podcast app just look up loudmouth stereo podcast you'll see greg and i pop up and you can listen to old episodes new episodes but every saturday at 9 30 eastern we like to come on here and if we can't hit you on a saturday we gonna get you on a hump day mm. huge facts huge <sighs> facts um, oh. yeah I, I guess I'll, I'll start my week has actually been surprisingly fast and quiet um, I work from home this week, so That's pretty much said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I, I stayed in the house. I worked all week. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't spend money, which is a good thing. What? Um, I didn't spend money. Um, because I saw a meme that was like, oh, like you could save ten thousand dollars if you you know you don't spend like ten dollars every day. But I was like, yeah, like do you know how hard it is to like not spend money when you go outside? And ten thousand dollars ain't shit yeah, over a period of time though. Yeah, it's not, but when you factor in the fact that it's like, who said, like, for me, I just can't do it. Like, I don't go places and just not spend money. I feel like if I'm just not going to spend money, I'll stay in the house. If I'm going somewhere, more than likely I'm going to spend money. Like, I went to Home Depot today with the intentions of spending money, but I knew I had to put myself on a limit. So now I'm just like, all right, you know, I leave, leave like the credit cards in the house and stuff like that. More importantly, I just go and get what I need to get and get in the house. So I can feel like, hey, you know what? I spent some money today, but I didn't go and break the budget. Um, outside of that, I did my performance review. Um, I think we need to have like a actual like performance review like episode because I think it's one of the most ridiculous fucking things in the world. We can talk about that, especially since we're talking about like internships because you know it, they kind of like coincide with each other. But I'll just write up a docket for that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have not worked out at all this week was not happy with myself and i'm feeling the effects of not going and working out so i'm sure i'm gonna have to hit the bike and the peloton tomorrow um also this fall weather like i don't know if it's global warming or what but it went from being like 92 degrees every day when i left the house to being like 65 70 and my body can't really take it so luckily i stayed in the house because i just couldn't deal with like the temperature uh changes um outside of that though the only other thing that's going on with me is 
I finally decided I was going to go back and do the YouTube stuff again. I took my little two-month break because it was like, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to do. And I got me a new camera. So I got the Sony ZV-E10. I got me the Sigma 16 millimeter 1.4 uh, lens for the camera, which is like, uh, what is it? Uh, ALS or a- APS-C uh, lens for the camera. So I have that. Um, I bought a ND filter, which is my first ever ND filter. So mm-hmm. when I go outside, because, you know, white balance and stuff like that, I'm learning things slowly and surely because I just don't want to have to be that YouTuber who just records their shit in the house. Um, mm-hmm. But the reason why I did this is because I was watching TikTok. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I decided to jump back on TikTok. Drake kind of scared me when we, t- when we talked last week when mm-hmm. he was talking about how they have been like suppressing views and stuff like that. I said, yeah. you know what, let, let me go on here and just post content that was in my drafts and things that I just don't care about. And I'm noticing shit. I'm playing by the rules, which was good. But now what they're doing is, and I think it's weird because their guidelines are kind of, uh, kind of funny. Tw- like, not tweets, I'm sorry, but TikToks that are like viral or becoming popular or is getting a lot of duets, instead of blocking people, they tell people that the original video is like not adhering to like the community guidelines, which is like, but the video's still up. And <laughs> it's starting to bother me because it's like TikTok isn't playing by the rules that they created. So people have been like consistently trying to stay within their parameters and it's just not working. So- yeah, I've seen some videos where um the person that stitches the original gets the community guideline, but not the original video. I'm just like, why? Yeah, it, it's it's very weird. Um, also, I told myself, I'm like, I'm going to clean up my content. When I say clean up, like the cursing's still going to be there. Me as a personality is still going to be there. But I want to like make sure that all my stuff is kind of streamlined. So we talked last week about like the website, still working on that. Um, that'll officially be launched in a few weeks but i'm just letting people know that now so they can be prepared um i'm not doing the link tree shit or the about me and all that like no like there's going to be an actual website and all the things are going to be there but when it came to tiktok when i was seeing like uh, a shift where more people were doing lives and i asked a girl on live i was like you go on live more than you actually post and she was like, yeah, because all my content was getting, you know, flagged or taken down. So she was like, now I'll just talk to the community. And I know you and I, we had done a TikTok live where we were talking to people. But the issue is, like, people, I don't say people, but the people that we follow, they don't get on TikTok for lives. Like, at least from what I've gathered, like, the people who follow me, they don't even do that shit on Instagram. They just are on TikTok to see their videos. And then I thought about it. I was like, let me go on TikTok and see if I actually care about the lives. And the answer is I don't. And it's not that I don't see them. It's just more so I'm in a flow of watching TikToks where it's like, okay, I can see a TikTok and everything like that. And then a live will come up like, fuck, like that looks interesting, but I want to look at my timeline a little bit more. Maybe if TikTok figures it out where it's like, kind of like Instagram where they have like a live button so I can actually have the opportunity to go and like click live, then it would make more sense. But having everything all on my time, it's too much. It's kind of like overload for me. And 
with social media, like as much as we say we take breaks and we kind of get bored with it, when a platform has so much like TikTok with the lives and the actual story content and stuff like that, I just need things separated for me. I'm getting a little bit too old and I can't have access to too many things all at once. So I think is um everybody should utilize the platform that gives them the most feedback. Mm-hmm. I've only done lives probably three times. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot of people that come in there because I don't mm-hmm. have let me sit and listen to her show on live mm-hmm. content. I have like quick check-ins with people because yeah. I've been doing other shit on my phone, whether I'm, you know, making something Canva while I'm working or I'm listening to music or I'm watching something. Um, and TikTok is very like, it's a very entitled app because when you go on TikTok, exactly. it, shuts, it shuts everything on your phone off. Yeah, You are on TikTok. Like you, we control you now because we are on and it's just like, no, I like the fact that I could be on Twitter and be on Instagram at the same time or listening to a podcast and exactly. utilize multiple things. But my thing is like everybody should try platforms and see where their people are. And mm-hmm. if they get maximum feedback or results of whatever their goal is from that platform. And if you don't, maybe that's not the platform for you. But you should still have a page. You should yeah. still stick your foot in. You should still be like, okay, even if I don't really fuck with this, let me do three posts per week on here so it's legit. Because one thing I hate when it comes to like TikTok is people who follow me or like a video, I go to their page, there's no videos or it's private. Well, I'm private too, blocked. Um, So like my thing is like, if you're going to be on TikTok, be on TikTok. Be a human being not comfortable with somebody just sitting you know liking a video or a picture of me or my kids on something and i don't know who you are exactly yeah i just i feel like just like you said tiktok kind of like monopolizes your time and makes sure that like it's the only thing and it can be a detriment to that app because now that people are outside and more importantly like you know people want to like have a controlled environment like it's good for people who have like adhd or you know who just do multiple things at once it's like nah just just be right here focus right here but for somebody like me and i don't want to speak for you but i'll just say for people who think like me and who are all like me where it's like yeah we can multitask but we also know it's like sometimes it's just nice to have background noise like podcasting to me that's how it started it was just background noise it was nice so now, like, I couldn't work at a job where I can't, like, listen to other minds because I don't talk to my coworkers. So, and I'll talk, I'll talk about that in a second also. But um, when it comes to TikTok, it just kind of bothers me. Like, I'll be listening to a podcast and it's, like, really entertaining. I was like, let me open TikTok. And then it just stops the flow of, like, my productivity. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, I just wanted to listen to my podcast and look. Like, I can hear that, um, which is crazy because you could be on clubhouse and still be on tiktok which i don't know how that like yeah like you could be listening in on a clubhouse room and you could be listening to tiktok because there's something in the settings where they have it set up the way i don't know what it is but they do it and it's it's really good that they do because it's nice to be like in a room where people like talking like sports or something like that 
and I can be listening to it all the while be looking on TikTok. But podcasts should do the same thing. So if you, you know, are a podcast person um, or like a developer, I would say that would be a key feature that, and I'm only saying this for anybody who's listening, to create the ability, kind of like Clubhouse and TikTok, where your audio can still be listened to while you're doing other things. So like, obviously that works on the phone in general, but for TikTok specifically, I'm talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, all those like brands and stuff like that. Make it so your app, regardless if you're on TikTok or not, can still play. Because what TikTok doesn't have is picture in picture, and it doesn't have the ability to be listened to when you like close the app. Which is like, wait, you want to have my screen on? You want me to watch the shit? But some things I don't need to see. I seem to hear people talking, make commentary. So, mm-hmm. but th- that's just my whole other thing. And re- real quick, um, my last little like tidbit of the past week, I had to block a coworker um, because on, on what on what social on, media on, on on the gram on the gram. Yeah, now you know me. I'm super reckless with the IG. It's private for a reason, and mm-hmm. as clean as a timeline is, my story it could be anything on any given day. So. Last night, she just, I don't know if she was drinking or what. She decided, she was like, I'm not comfortable with your content. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, you don't need to follow me. Like, she made the whole deal at work. She was like, oh, I have Instagram following me. I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Because at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm posting the baby, the wife, and stuff like that, the story, whatever. And I've never used the close friends thing. I've always thought it to be kind of weird. I'm like, yo, why would you, like, isolate certain shit for like your close friends and then just have other shit for other people. Right? Not everybody should see your stuff. Unless you posted porn and shit, then there's that. But then for me, I'd be posting like sex stuff and then I just say whatever. Whoever see it, see it. You clearly a friend of mine on here, so I don't see the purpose in dividing and conquering who sees what, right? So she said what she said and I was like, okay, cool. You can get restricted. I restricted her in the middle of her responding to a message. So I guess she figured like, well I'll just unfollow him. I was like Okay, like you're doing me a favor. I still, un, you know, I still follow her because I was like, you sound stupid. Like, you know, mm-hmm. all the, you know, what you had done was kind of dumb. And then in my head, I'm like, you realize you still have to see me at work. So you just made it awkward because, like, I guess the sex content I like mentioned or post or whatever, she must have felt a certain way about the shit because that's what she commented with. And I was like, and that's the thing. That is why. What I when I'm at work, I'm at mm-hmm. work. Whatever yep. I do outside of work that is not work related don't you don't have to have a t- discussion with me about that exactly. because that is my private shit if if it makes you uncomfortable please unfollow yes and that's that's where i stood with it and i was like you know what? like she's all i mean she was already the weirdo at work anyway and don't nobody like her but i was like you know let me be nice to this person because you never know right you know, like mm-hmm. somebody everybody need a friend and then for me i feel like you know more is you know more is more we talk about my job on here we talk about my job on my social media stuff like that because I I won't say I don't care but it's also my life too so when she you know carried it the way she carried I was like you're you're not doing me any favors because what's going to happen is and I've know I know this because I've done it as well I've gotten beside myself and unfollowed somebody and then like that you know in a few weeks I'm like yo dang like I wonder what they're posting now because it's it's clearly entertaining shit but at that point you got to go through the process of refollowing them and they looking at you like 
oh, so you unfollow me. Like, then you become just like the fucking weirdo, right? So I'm talking to one of my boys, and I was like, yo, like, how should I handle this shit on Monday? And he was like, oh, just ask her how our weekend went. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. That is a good idea. And then I was like, you know what? I just don't say anything to her. I think you've made it awkward enough that I don't ever have to speak to you at work because of how you felt about my Instagram. And then he was like, well, what if she says what's going on your Instagram? I was like, what the fuck? She, what is she going to say? And who's she going to say it to? It's my shit. Exactly. Exactly. That's it's like, like you... at work and then seeing me out and seeing my outfit and it was like, so I saw you Saturday and what you were wearing made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that's it. That right there. It was like, oh, you're uncomfortable because you are used to what you think you know about me from the nine to five. Mm-hmm. So what you what you did was you already allowed yourself and I allowed you into my both my nine to five and my twenty four seven as well. Like this this is me all day long. Like for me, I don't suppress my personality for work. I just don't talk to people at work. Like I, I'm one of those people. I'm like I'm antisocial, but when I'm at work, I'm a team player. Like I'm all about the team shit at work. But I'm also not telling y'all my ins and outs and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So when that happened, I was like, oh, well, it's definitely, it's not fuck you because it's like, all right, like, I, I didn't care to begin with. But I was just bringing it up because, you know, everybody was telling me, they sent me this article about this girl who was like, you know, she's a therapist. And she ended up getting fired from her job this week because she was talking about how black men ain't shit. And, Ooh. you know, yeah, yeah, she, she, she went that route. And she was like, black men need therapy, and you bitches need to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I was like, I get not everything is for social media, but some people do social media. Like, you know, they have these jobs that, you know, you're not, I won't say you're not supposed to talk about life like that, but you just can't talk a certain way. Like, when you're a therapist, you can't be on your personal social media that's probably open because you want to get more followers, more people to see your platform talking shit about people who could be a potential client and as a therapist telling black men that they ain't shit and blah 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 blah. i I want you to see like i'm going to send you the text and everything so you see all the stuff because it's it's real ethical is what it is well and that's that's what people were telling her and you know what happened was she got docked by ironically a, a black woman so she goes and she gets docked by a black woman and the black woman allegedly called her job and was sending letters and stuff telling them that she needed to be fired because of this. The first thing she went to was saying, well, black men got me fired. And it's like, did they get, get you off. fired? Did they get you fired? Or did the shit that you said on your social media get you fired? And right. I'm only going to say this once for people because somebody's going to be like, well, Greg, like you just said you post what you post. Yes. When it comes to certain social media, like when we talked about TikTok, I, yeah, I've talked about this before. I talked about I mean, playing the I talked about playing the game. You, you play yeah. the game with TikTok. When it comes to my Instagram, that shit's private. The reason why is some things I just some platforms just need to be private. Facebook, private. Has my family and all that other stuff on there. So they're not, you know, they're not accessible to the world. Instagram, pictures of my kid and stuff like that, pictures of my family and stuff, not accessible to the entire fucking world. I think that's pretty fair for me. If I'm open and accessible on TikTok, on Twitter, on podcasts, there should be a, you know, room for me. And if somebody was like, oh, well, you posted this on Instagram, I'm like, yeah, like, I did. But was it anywhere else? No. So you are going intentionally and posting my shit elsewhere. But for Homegirl, what she did, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Shan, she, what she did was, she had a public platform where she went and said some shit that was honestly unethical, like you said, 
because it goes completely against what she does for her career. Like yeah, so like what I was gonna say is if people were coming to you for care or mental health, of course you wouldn't um be so free on social media or media period about what you think. Those are your exactly. personal thoughts. Keep that with your people and off of the internet, because the internet is forever. Exactly. But for her, that shit doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Well. Like, I, I have a podcast. I can't be a teacher or a principal and go on my podcast and be like, let me tell you how stupid today's kids are. Exactly. Bye. Exactly. No, man. And, 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 and that's where people need to go and kind of like, kind of bridge the gaps. Like, I, you know, I can comfortably say this. Like, Q was applying for a job, like, about, like, three months ago. And mm-hmm. they went through that man's tweet. Like, th- this job cared enough that they did the whole, like, the social media scan thing. They were scanning yeah. for his like, his liked tweets. Like, even it wasn't even shit he said it. They just felt like if he liked it, he must agree to it. It's like, no, some people just blindly like things because they want to refer to it later. It's like a bookmark when it comes to Twitter. So mm-hmm. they were looking at, like, the tweets that he agreed with with sex and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, well, you know, they had a 48-page, I think it was, like, 48-page thing of like tweets that he liked or tweets that he said and he's like yeah you I'm like wait so are, are we like doing this whole thing where we can't be who we are but you want us to be our authentic selves in the workplace um that's which, a lie all them all them personality we have 30 questions about your personality exactly you which, don't want I mean, my real you want the answer that sounds great that that right there so I, that was all I needed to say. Um, I know, you know, you have some things you want to talk about, but I'm just going to say that I'm really interested in this internship conversation because yeah. I never actually had that opportunity. I'm just going to lay yeah. it out there. I'm not going to say much. I've never done an internship because I never had that opportunity. Um, I, I was never offered it. It was just more so as like when I went to, you know, I went to school, you know, for college and stuff like that, even before that. I didn't do internships. When I was in high school, I just mm-hmm. worked. I, I worked at McDonald's, and it was like, all right, cool, I'm making money. And when my mom asked me, she was like, you could work at, you know, at the time, it was like Fannie Mae. She was like, you could work there. And I was like, are they paying? And she said, no. So it was like, well, fuck it then, no. I'm, I'd rather work at McDonald's. So I'm going to just leave mm-hmm. my plane there because I want to hear from you about this because I don't have too much insight, but I'm definitely mm-hmm. listening Okay, cool. So, um, my catch up is shit. This week went pretty fast. It was pretty laid back. Was supposed to go to the office. I said, fuck the office this week. I never went. <laughs> um, I did OT. I've been paying bills, um, prepping for fall in my house. Um, I've been on Poshmark a lot. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it's an app. You can sell anything that you got used or not used and people bid on it and they buy it. It's like eBay, but better and quicker. And so I've been selling a lot of shit in my house that I haven't been using and really like in my head calculating, okay, like I put out this much money, but I made this much money back. So it's kind of like a loss gain thing all week. Um, what else? I haven't really been anywhere. Uh, trying to make better decisions at the grocery store is very fucking hard now. 
um, because everything seems like everything is four or five dollars. So mm -hmm. uh, that's the thing. Also, I've been noticing, I don't know if it's the mom in me or like just adulthood, I've been noticing there's a lot more road rage um, mm -hmm. news and uh, whether it's you honk at someone because they're in the way or not paying attention, they stop the car, they break on you or they get out the car and they yelling or they following where you going and they pulling off door handles or you know they're throwing shit at your car, they're shooting up your car in broad daylight. All this stuff going on and I'm just like people are on edge fall is coming up um we have to be aware of like gun laws um in the state that we live in like now georgia you don't need to register um, to get a license to have a gun you can just have one you don't need to show people that it's concealed or not you can just carry it and so my thing is like okay fall is coming up it's gonna get darker um winter is coming up there's a lot of people that don't have shit so just be on alert Yep. Um, and for women, like it's prime time for like crossbody bags. You need to be looking for crossbody bags that you could wear in the fall and winter and put your coat over it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Your, your iPhone don't need to be in your hand. Uh, you can carry a box cutter in your small bag, big bag, your pocket, um, and just be aware of your surroundings. Stop talking on the phone if you can't do two things at once. Men, stop leaving your wallet in a predictable um, area on you where people can see it. Um, you know, be aware of like shit in your door handle or um, something big randomly in the back of your car. Be aware of where you're parking. Like it's, it's that time, and uh, people think it's a game out here, and it's not. So I just Not want people for that. Um, yes, the new iPhone is coming out. If you don't really need it, don't get it. Okay. Mm. If it's not necessary, don't get it. If you're not getting uh iPhone and your business name and you have a business, you're a goddamn fool. Um, this is also the time for you to get a bit more organized with your emails. If you have a business and tax time is coming up next year, don't wait to gather what you spent on like promo, marketing, um, big purchases, computers, uh, all that shit that you just said that you bought, Greg, mm -hmm. you should have a folder in your email where it says for this, so you can just go ahead and write it off. Um, yep. And just be aware of like how you're utilizing the spaces in your home to create content and mm -hmm. uh, you can write that off. Um, make notes to yourself and you know, this season we're going into a cold season, a change of weather, weather, and I just want people to keep like their immune system up. Um, eat right. If your iron is low, you're gonna get sicker. So focus on your iron, your vitamin D, your vitamin C, and drink your goddamn water. Don't fall into the um, pits of. Put some more gravy on that. <laughs> Don't mm -hmm. fall into the pits of. Let me have. Uh, grits, uh, uh, pork in the morning, eggs, and let me go to work and feel like I'm going to be productive. No, you're going to be slow as fuck because you want to mm -hmm. take a nap. So just yep. be aware of like what you're doing. Like even me, like today for breakfast is weekend 
and that's where you can have like a big breakfast and chill. I had spinach, beets, um, one lemon in a drink, and I sipped that shit. I had two glasses of that shit, took my ass to Home Depot, got new knobs for the bathtub, um, mm-hmm. replaced it, and I took a three-hour nap. And then after that three-hour nap, I said, okay, now I can do another story. Like, that's adult shit. But I, but, but, but by Monday, I'm going to be like, okay, I had a full weekend. Mm-hmm. So, little yeah, we, shit like Like, that right there is adults in 101. Like, I love it. I love the fact that you said Home Depot because, honestly, that is becoming a mall for me. <laughs> like, like Yo, you know else. what you need to be mindful of? Home Depot's clearance be lit. Yeah. Home Depot's that yellow tag on shit yeah, and their cleaning the products, tag. sometimes they got better prices than the regular stores. Oh, no. I, I keep on going. Um, at, Between, like, Home Depot, Dollar Tree, and Dollar General, I have to fucking stay away from these places, man. Like, the clearance <laughs> section at Home Depot is one thing, but, Shannon, yeah. I, I, I found out Yo, 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 don't forget to leave a review and let us know what you think about the show. And if you want to join in live on the show, come on Stereo 930 Eastern and look up Greg or She Gets It Pod on Stereo and you'll find the show. I always post it on my Twitter at Shambi Podden. That Dollar General has something and we can publicly say this they have dollar clearances right so shit that's at the store like you use the dollar general app and you scan Mm -hmm. it if that shit says that it's like 0.00 and it's usually like a lot of like good stuff it's like the drinks the toothpaste like the home products and stuff like that pretty much anything Mm -hmm. in that store you just got go to you know the app scan it if that shit says 0.00 it's a penny in the store and you don't go to the register you go to because now dollar generals have self-checkout you go to self-checkout and you scan that shit a lady told me and i'll send you her profile she went and spent what probably would have ended up being like roughly like two three hundred dollars worth of shit in dollar tree Mm -hmm. she spent every bit of 46 dollars i was like there's no fucking way i love it like like Dollar General isn't like Target, but it has a lot of shit that you know you could stockpile. Now I'm not telling people to stockpile, but Shan said it before, and I'm just gonna reiterate: it's gonna be cold as shit this winter. Yeah. And the only the only reason I know this to be true is because I broke out the sweats three times this week, <clears throat> and I was like, "Yo, it's it's a it's a little bit too cold for me," and I'm not used to. You know, one day I walk outside at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and it's 76 degrees. And then one day or two days, it's like fucking 46, 50. I was like, okay, it's time for the sweats, right? Or, you know, we went out last night. We had, you know, the mommy, daddy day. And I went and put on a hoodie. I was like, okay, I, I see what's coming. And, you know, in D.C., you know, it'll be a fucking blizzard before you know. It'll be 26 inches of snow. We can't leave the house and shit. I implore anybody, regardless of where you live at, because they're already saying Florida's going underwater. They said New York is going to go uh, underwater, and California's between the wildfires and them not having enough water. That's just probably going to just be shit in a couple, you know, in a couple months or years, to, you know, begin with. 
take full advantage of all the sales and shit, um, I would just tell people to invest in like a deep freezer. I I didn't see the concept behind it until I got one. Um, and I know how petty this is going to sound, but living through that pandemic and going to a grocery store and there was no fucking meat, I was like, oh yeah. So as soon as I can find a place where I can just store a deep freezer, I will. And since, you know, the pandemic has happened, everything like that, they made smaller ones. So people who have apartments and stuff, they can go and have deep freezers in their home. And they don't use up a lot of electricity or anything like that. So you can just put it in your kitchen. You can put it in a closet and it will keep your food like frozen. Um, You'll be surprised at the shit that you've been holding in your fridge, trying to make sure you eat it before it expires. That can actually be cleaned and thrown in the freezer. I'm talking fucking blanched strawberries, uh, any type of berries. You got that peppers, onions. um, What do you call it? What's the thing that I put in there? Like cut, you know, cut up avocados without the, what do you call it? Like the pit, um, like certain potatoes that are already cooked and stuff. Just there was so much shit. I was like, oh, I didn't realize I could freeze this. There's like an ongoing list. I'm going to add it. I'm going to send it to you, Chance. So you can put it in the show notes of shit that you can just put in your freezer. Mm-hmm. Go to the grocery store and just get some, you know, get what you eat normally because the way that the prices and stuff are going up. That Dollar Tree shit I just said a minute ago, I'm sorry, the Dollar General stuff, it's going to matter. Um, Target, going to matter. CVA, all those places, like, they have frozen stuff. I love going to Target early in the morning. Boy, they be having the best sales on shit. Chan, I went and I had today, this is tonight before we did the show, I went to Target to get a mop bucket because I have to mop my deck. Um, we have, like, a composite deck, which is it's not wood. It's, like, a composite, right, or a Trex, whatever you want to call it. And I'm trying to clean it, so I'm get, I'm on my hands and knees, like cleaning it with like rag and shit. And I was like, there has to be a better way to do this. And then I googled it, and they were like, oh yeah, you could just use soap and water and a mop. They were like, but you can't use like um like Fabuloso and all the other stuff, right? So I'm like, okay, soap, water, mop, cool. Now I have the fancy mop from TikTok that um the one with the bucket and the spin thing the and everything. Circle, but yeah. yeah. But I didn't want to go and buy a second one of those just for my deck. So I was like, let me go to Home Depot. Went to Home Depot and got that. But then their mop buckets are like 30, 40 bucks because it's a department store, right? It's like, let me go to Target. Shan, I found a fucking mop bucket. It had a crack on the handle. Mm-hmm. The thing was normally supposed to be $14. That shit cost me three bucks. Yes, I said, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Always like, uh, from what the lady told me, she was like, Target after 7 p.m. on Saturdays, she was like, they start marking shit up because, you know, they have new, like, stuff coming in every week. And what they do is they just, at 7 o'clock, they start marking shit up. You know, well, I'm sorry, marking stuff down. I was like, oh, really? She was like, yeah, every, everything that you could think of. She was talking about soaps, bleach, uh, body wash, toilet paper. And I was like, yo, I definitely just bought some toilet paper from y'all. And I spent the fortune. She was like, yeah. Just don't do that anymore. So get familiar because, especially if you are a part of an internship. I'm trying to tie it in, but especially if you want an internship because more than likely, y'all ain't getting paid for <laughs> what y'all doing. Yeah, use themselves. I'm going to just leave that there. All right. Y'all heard us. We did the ketchup. Now for the meats. What I like to call on She Gets It Pod. The meats. 
you know, like the stake of the conversation. Let's talk about um, internships. Okay, so nobody has to do an internship, but um, people usually go for internships closer to the end of like high school or while they're in college. Some internships give credit to like um, a class or, you know, your college credits for you to graduate and some don't. Some internships pay and some don't. Some internships give you merch that they um, create or sell or they give you like um, marketing stuff from like different shows depending on what it is or they might give you like tech tech gear it depends on where you're doing an internship a lot of people that i was friends with always was was like why are you working why are you working for them doing free work but you're not making no money but you're not making no money but you're not making no money to me every internship is not about making money some internships were about making connections, um, having insight, getting experience, um, being able to say, okay, let me see the behind the scenes of how this got to look, how it got, and let me see what position behind the scenes in a company like this that I would feel like I would want to do as a career. And some of the positions, I'm like, hell no, I'm not doing this. Some of the positions you'll see like people um smile in the meetings smile for the advertisements smile at the trade shows and then when they're in the office they stress as fuck Mm. stress they dealing with um buyers who want a lower price they're dealing with um people who schedule meetings they set aside time they don't show up they got deadlines they have to meet before seasons come up and it gets really frustrating so as far as like unpaid internships, I feel like you have to be able to say to yourself, do I have time to give to a company in exchange for experience and possible opportunity to gamble? Or do I only have time to work, go to school and study and keep up my grades? And that's a personal question. The purpose of an actual internship, in my opinion, is to provide you some sort of like direction for the skills you need to assist in whatever it is that you wanna do. So um, some internships might have you be the person to run the errands, um, pick up samples, uh, you know, drop shit off at like FedEx, um, pick up packages, Um, help with media, help with social media, do packaging, do ship outs, uh, set up like um, meeting rooms for people. I used Mm -hmm. to do that a lot. Um, When I worked at Rockaware, I was the person that was supposed to set up like all of the seasons closed before they came out for the next season. So when the Mm -hmm. buyer comes in, they could just browse through what they would want to buy for their store because they know like their demographic that comes to shop. So all of the stuff um, that would be in like the store, I already seen it six months before it got in the store and every buyer wasn't the same. Some buyers wanted to buy certain things. Some buyers didn't. And my thing with internships is 
the same shit with a job. They mm-hmm. want to know like you're a self-starter. No internship wants to have you be an intern and then every time you come in, you fucking up shit. Every time you come in, they have to keep showing you what you're supposed to do. If you finish one task, they don't want you sitting there bullshitting. They want you exactly. to be efficient enough to be like, okay, I see a pile of shit over there. It hasn't been opened or this is a mess. And I know they got another meeting coming up in the next 20 minutes. Let me ask them if they want me to clean it up. You know, so it's like all of this shit that people can do, but some people don't move unless you tell them to move. Agreed. So you have to, like, people have to be mindful of, do I want to babysit somebody while I work? Or do I want to get somebody that I only have to show once and they can handle what they need to handle? A lot of times, the um, women that I work with at Rockaware that I'm still friends with now, um, they would be like, hey, if Mike's not coming in the office today, I'm not going to be there. And Arian, you know, she's not going to be there. You're going to have to handle the office today. And I'll be at the office all day by myself. So I would like, tur- I would turn on like Kanye, whole album and blast it all day in the showroom. Anybody that came in the showroom to buy samples, I could put up whatever price I wanted to sell the samples for. And I'll leave some and they'll be like, take the rest for yourself. We don't give a fuck. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have like any um, body that wants to uh, pick any samples of anything in there, you just let them take it. When I tell you my brothers had shit that didn't even come out, mm-hmm. my brothers had, because the samples will come in like certain sizes, yeah. um, not all sizes. And I had like my cousins, like you could come to the showroom and pick up whatever you wanted to pick up. They had sweaters, they had long sleeve shirts, they had short sleeve shirts, they had jeans. Let me tell you something about fucking fashion, dog. And this is why I'm just like, people have no fucking clue. Men's denim is expensive as fuck, right? But the reality of retail is everybody wants to get a piece of what's being sold. So the denim originally, before all the labels is put on it, is probably five dollars a piece. Five fucking dollars a piece, and then they start adding the labels on, and then you see the markup go from like five dollars to a buck fifty. There's so many people getting a cut out of that buck fifty. But everybody feels like, oh, my pants cost this. It must be like the best denim in the world. No, everybody got their cut. And so it just changed my my whole mindset on luxury or what people felt like luxury was. And mm-hmm. um, when when I saw it in that sense, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's like, it's all hype. So some people like, they will go for summer internships because they're a lot easier than fall internships when it comes to retail, because fall, what you setting up for? You setting up for um, uh, Halloween, you setting up for Thanksgiving, you setting up for Christmas, and then you need to be prepped to go into the next um, year. And what's so crazy is when it comes to like fashion, eh, everybody hates January, because January is when you get pressed for, did you do the sales you were supposed to do last year? 
And if you didn't do the sales that you were supposed to do last year for the numbers, they're going to cut back some shit. So that's why a lot of times people lose jobs or stores close like fall, February, like January, February. Um, or shit gets a bit slower and nobody's selling shit because who the fuck is buying in January, February? Nobody, because they got what they need last year. So um, it depends on what you're going for right now. I would never get an internship in anything fashion-wise. Mm. That's dumb. Now, There's... now I, I'm curious because I was waiting for you to say that, like outside of the, the free clothes and the perks like that, like what is the, the real upside? Other than saying you worked for a perk, because when I think of internship, I know it's going to sound absolutely outrageous to say, but I think of like the Double Wears product, where it's like, even though she wasn't an intern, she was treated like an intern. I even think like they mentioned something about an intern in that movie. And it's a bad analogy right now when I think about it, but when I think of fashion, I feel as though like a lot of the fashion industry treats people who are just starting out as if they're an intern because they don't know a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe that's just their way. And then the perk is, hey, like, if I get something that I don't want, you get to have it. Um, but then again, I've worked in law for years, you know, pretty much forever. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But everyone I know that has worked in fashion, they all say, like, they got free things and they were able to go to all these events and network which yeah. that's a great deal. And when I say free things, like networking to me, it's free, but it's also like the most expensive currency in the world because you never know who you're going to run Period. into, right? That's, that's my whole point of this. Like, oh, go ahead. Yes, yes, you people that work to buy things think, oh, you're working for free. But the people that didn't understand why I was doing what I was doing, they didn't see me meeting people. They didn't see the connections that I was making. They didn't see um, the view that I was getting for the industry that I wanted to be in. If you don't give a fuck about fashion, you're not going to understand what I'm doing. If you don't give a fuck about um, meeting people and gaining a skill, mm-hmm. you're not going to care. You're going to see what I'm doing as wasting time. Yeah. So... And and I did get like to go to you know trade shows for free. I did get to meet a lot of um, athletes, a lot of like other designers. Um, I met um, uh, Russell Simmons' uh, kids. I've met Beyonce. I've met Beyonce's mom. Um, I've been to lunch with Jay Z. Um, his office is like was like floor to ceiling wood flooring. Um, on um, 30, uh, 38th, 38th floor on Broadway. And then Beyonce's mom's office is like diagonal from his office. And so sometimes you go back and forth from the offices to pick up samples or drop off samples. His sister would come a lot to pick up like free samples for shit. Like nobody that really worked and knew who they knew in that office really paid for anything. They just got whatever the fuck they wanted. Um, a lot of like the bigger stores owners I got to meet, I got to, um, because I was in school for fashion design, I got to see the CADs, I got to see the layouts, I got to see what the buyer's viewpoint of what was being shown versus what was actually made was, 
what their um, pros and cons was of it. Because let's say if I wanted to start my own business, I got it in. I'm not going to come in a wrong way where it's not going to benefit them. And that's the thing with like internships. You have to, it requires you to have like some boundaries because yes, sometimes in that industry, you have some nasty people that treat people like on the devil's wear product, but a lot of people are not like that. You have some people that feel like, oh, just because you're the intern, everybody in the office gets to tell you what to do. No, the only motherfucker in here that gets to tell me what to do is Arian or Jayla, because that's who I came to meet, and that's who delegates me. The only people that was able to tell me what to do when I was at House of Darion was Jamie, because that's who interviewed me, and I'm her intern, not the fucking office intern. You may ask her if I could come help you do X, Y, and Z, but you don't get to tell me anything, and I never had anybody be disrespectful to me except for, like, one person and with internships, you always have people that feel like the sun shines out of their ass every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so, like, this one guy that was working um, in the house of Darion's main office where they would, like, see, like, the design for, like, the footwear and stuff. Because that's what I wanted to get into when I was in New York. I wanted to get into footwear. So I would intern for, like, designers that were doing like footwear and shit and he was like a black gay man and he basically was looking down on on me as far as like well regardless of what you're able to do or what you, what you're talented in it was like I want you to look like me I want you to check off my checklist of what I want you to look like for these white people before I even acknowledge you type shit. And uh, see, sometimes yeah. sometimes it's people that look like you that's stopping you from leveling up because they want to feel like the top dog person and they Absolutely. don't want you to outshine them. So it was a lot of that going on. So that's where I was like, okay, my goal for being here was this. If this is the person in my way, I'm not going to fight like, this is the only place in New York that I could do an internship. I'm going to go elsewhere. And that's what I did. So with internships, that's another thing is knowing when your time is up. Some internships, they tell you, okay, it's going to be three months, right? And then we got to get somebody else in here. It's going to be another rotation. Some internships, if they really like you, they're just like, please stay as long as you like. We don't care, you know? And... um you got to be able to like schedule yourself right. You got to be able to organize. You got to be honest about the time that you have to be there. If you got to be at work at five and work a five to 10 shift and they be like, can you stay and um, pack up some more boxes before you leave? No, but I'll be back tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like a stickler for your time and their time. Because if you keep saying yes to somebody that just wants a little bit more, or a little of this, and you know you have priorities elsewhere, they'll use the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. So um, for me with internships, I've had internships since 18 up to when I was 24. Whether it was Rockaware, House of Darion, Bakir, I was doing fashion shows a lot um, from like September to December in New York. Those are really hectic. 
you gotta be like you gotta have like the energy to do fashion shows people are really rude as fuck um some models are really catty you see people snorting coke like it's 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 a crazy thing to see some shit be out of body when you see it but it's definitely a learning experience um but i think if you go from just going to school and work i think it's 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 a true meaning of how you learn teamwork in a workplace how you prepare for projects you get to see people prepare for projects how you um prepare to be in a business where the first impression counts and the thing about having an internship the designer the owner is always going to be the last person to acknowledge you mm-hmm. because it's like you have to work your way up and like excellent work outstandingness to be spoken to by name and it's correct to be um acknowledged um to be asked for like if a designer asks for you in that type of industry you know you want your shit if mm. the owner is like no i want you know chantal to do it if she can't do it i'll do it myself it's because they see like your work ethic they understand that they can count on you you're efficient um even if you need anything they're going to give it to you without you having to ask that's real if, if they if they come in with shit or they got some of themselves they're gonna put some shit at your desk you didn't ask for it but they feel like it's something you deserve you know what I'm saying I don't have to do it but I want to do it and some internships did pay me okay and for somebody that was working multiple jobs and going to college full-time that shit came in handy because it was just like extra cash and i was in charge of how much extra cash i was gonna get if i wanted more cash i could give them more hours of my time if i really didn't need the cash then i really didn't need the cash if i couldn't come in i would let them know beforehand that i couldn't come in but it's always about paying attention being observant and i think the best way that you get the a good experience is figuring out your true career wants while experiencing it firsthand. Yeah, I, I think I'm not pushing back. I just feel <laughs> as though for me, because you know most people like, but I feel for me in the position that I was in, mm-hmm. the internship wouldn't have worked out um, because I needed the money. I didn't need the experience. Um, Like when it came to law, there are certain career fields where the experience will actually make you make the money at the end. For me in law, it's like, no, law school is going to get you the experience, but also you need to be paid because this career, I'm not saying one job is more stressful than the other, Mm -hmm. but this career, if you don't start making money, you'll never make money. Whereas I feel like with a, a lot of careers, including fashion, like your money can be dictated by who you know, what company yeah. you work for, and more importantly, how you carry yourself. Like somebody will easily give you $100,000, $150,000 a year if you play ball. 
if you know the right person, they're like, oh, you worked for this, for a blank? Oh, well, we'll pay you because we see the work that you did over there and your portfolio yes. stands out. Whereas you can, like, in law, it's like, yeah, your portfolio says you went to this school and you worked at this firm, but they're a competing firm. You're coming over to us. So we're going to pay you less, but we want to take the knowledge that you have and you have to kind of climb that ladder. That's so you know? petty. Yeah, but that, that's how it works. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, yo, I want to thank you guys for checking out Loud Mouth Stereo Podcast with Greg from Young Black and Bothered. Don't be afraid to check his podcast out. And don't be afraid to check out She Gets a Pod with me, Shan. And if you're looking for any Loudmouth Stereo merch, check out the Loudmouth Stereo shop with Teespring. Got your t-shirts, got your hoodies, got anything you need to represent Loudmouth Stereo podcast. Now back to the show. Works. So, yeah. like for me, I went to school. I didn't even go to school for law. Like my first job was like a temp to hire job. It was actually it was a temporary job where, you know, they were like, well, he, he's maxed out his temporary hours, so we might as well just like hire him, right? And yeah. it, it wasn't, like, I'm in immigration now, but I was working at, like, one of the number one, like, international firms in the world, and it was just really nice. It was like, dang, like, they gave me a job. I was excited, and then I would see the interns come in, and they were working for free. They were coming over from Paris. Like, they got all the perks, but none of the fucking money, and I asked her, and I was like, oh, like, where are you getting your money from? And they're like, oh, I'm just here for the summer. I was like, but where are you staying? Yeah. Like, it, it was they, it was questions, like, tangible questions I'm asking. And it, it never dawned on me that, like, you know, they're completely working for free. But they know at the end of this, they're going to go back to school, finish up, and they have a guaranteed law job. Like, they know for a fact. It's like, oh, well, I can come back and work here in two summers when I'm finished with law school. Mm. And then they start. But here's the thing. They start at, like, $80,000, $90,000 a year. Wow. To me, I'm like that, that. That's that's a really that's a lump sum of money to be like. You know what? I I play the waiting game. I figure out who I like, and I make myself recognizable to this firm because they see me doing hard work. Me, I came in on a completely different path where it's like, no, you need this money because you got fucking bills to pay. Like mm -hmm. when you're in, when you're in college, it's like, all right, cool. I'm in college. Like you know, I'll take this job for three months, and you know, I need something to do. But for them, it was more than that. They were coming internationally into the States, come in here internationally. And we had an exchange program. So people from, you know, the U.S. would fly over to Paris and then mm -hmm. Paris people would come over here and they would all interject to different areas and stuff. So when I asked, I was like, oh, like, y'all are going to happy hours every Thursday, Friday. Y'all are playing <laughs> softball with each other. Y'all are doing these things. And Shan, I fucking lied to you. Not the and. When I say this, you'll probably be like, oh, that's why, like, the intern, you know, ship thing, I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand for the right company, they will pay you in all the services that they would give to somebody so they don't have to pay you money. Um, let, I'll, I'll clarify that statement in a second. What they did at the firm was they gave them a place to stay that was in the same building that we worked at. Now... Mm -hmm. They, they had condos, right? So they had fucking condos above our office building. Nobody ever, like, I didn't know that they had condos there. I thought it was like, okay, this is just an office building. Like, no, they actually had condos for people who made enough money. And what the company did was 
they bought these condos with the sole intention of yeah. every year they have, you know, people come in. So I'm like, okay, so they're not paying any rent, right? Cool. They don't have to worry about that. What about groceries and stuff like that? They get a stipend. They get a stipend. They get a stipend for groceries and food and stuff like that. They're going out fucking two, three times a week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If they get drunk, boom. But also, guess what? You know, for a fact, every Monday morning, they in the office because they literally live four floors above the goddamn office building. Yeah. So you, you have all these perks. You're in a new fucking place because you're on this internship. But for me, my interpretation of internship is let's work them until we feel like we're done with them, which is usually the end of the summer. They're going back to school in two or three weeks. Their yeah. internship is done here, and then we can just like act like they never existed. Truthfully, my firm now, we had two interns in our office. I never saw them. Mm. I, I wasn't introduced to them. Actually, no, I was introduced to them, but after I was introduced, I didn't know what, who the fuck they were. I couldn't tell you what their names are. It was just like, oh, it's the intern's last day, and everybody's like, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and it, it was no disrespect. It was just more so it's like... A, if they didn't engage, you didn't engage. Uh, yeah. But that was how it was. But I'm sure in a lot of other brands and companies, businesses and stuff like that, like they make sure to let people know who the interns are because they have a hope that that intern is going to come back here because they enjoyed that experience and mm-hmm. work with them because now they have the knowledge. They have what, what you would call the experience. And the experience that you can teach an intern in three months is what you'll probably have to go on the job market for and hope that somebody has five to seven years of that experience. Yeah. Um, I know I know how weird that might sound, Shane, but when I look at like job like applications and stuff, and they're like, <coughs> excuse me, when they're like, five, um, thank you, they have like five or seven years experience or, you know, bachelor degree, blah, 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 blah. They never put internship. And the reason why, more than likely, that person they're hoping to get an answer back from them. They're hoping that that person says, you know what? I interned at this company. Just give me the role. So I'll just land my plane there because I know we got a voicemail. Um, Let's play this voicemail. Hey, PT, Tony. <laughs> hey, look, the title of this is so funny. Unpaid internships is just free labor. <laughs> look, that might be the first time I ever heard that, but I promise I used to think the same thing. Like, Okay, this is an internship. You ain't going to pay me for it. You want me to just come there and just just do the work, learn the skill, do the work, but it's an internship? Then it's not an internship. It's school. I might as well be paying. <laughs> so waste my time coming. Well, you're not necessarily wasting your time, but you know. Yeah. That's funny. So where I feel like people might waste their time with internships is if you're really not into it. If you're just going because I want to work for Anna Sue or I want to work for Burberry, I want to be able to say I work for Burberry or I want to be able to be like, um, I can come in this building on uh, Park Ave and see these people and walk in the store and have the the uh, illusion of doing something. And a lot of people mm-hmm. go into... Um, an internship for the props of, oh, I would mm-hmm. intern with such and such. And what you were saying as far as like the resume in fashion too, there's a lot of fashion um, positions where they'd be like, oh, we need a CAD designer. 
And all that is is someone to go on the computer, whether it's Photoshop or Illustrator, and make like a figure of a man or a woman and put on the clothes and print it out and mm. give it to, you know, the showroom so they could show the buyers. If you go into school for that, you could do that. But a lot of those jobs say must have four to seven years experience. Mm. Well, if you're in school for it and you're intern you're interning for someone and that was your job there, that is your space to be like, I worked here and I did their CADs, I set up their showroom. I help um, with their fashion shows. I did X, Y, and Z. That is experience. And a lot of people don't look at it like that. And, and that's why it really depends on the type of internship that you're doing. That is getting something out of it. It's not money, but that is getting something in, out of it. So like for me, when I worked at Rockaway, I was still in college. I was working at Urban Outfitters and I was working at Gap still. And I was going to school. Mm-hmm. Was I going to my internship every fucking day of the week? Hell no. I could give you Tuesdays and Thursdays. And and Tuesdays and Thursdays, I could be here from 9 to 3 3 p.m. And they took it. Because who's not going to take help? And if if you actually work at a place and you know you have an intern and there's some like busy shit that you don't want to do or you don't have time for, you could just put that work to the side for Tuesday and Thursday when that intern comes in. Hmm. So it's, it's, it is really about building a strong resume and networking with other people and maximizing your opportunities later. I've worked at jobs in my late 20s where the company owns a condo, like you said. And whenever they have meetings, for managers or uh, district managers to come in and they have corporate meetings, they go to the condo that's right next to the job that the job, the, the company gets to write off every fucking year for a tax credit. Hmm. So yeah, like, when, when jobs way. have jobs have shit like that, that you said, they, that's not, they not really coming out of pocket. They looking at that as a, work expense exactly and that that's just honestly how i've always like viewed internships i had two kind of like steps to it which is what i told you like when i was you know going in the job hunt and then when i'm actually working and seeing interns now i will say interns in my personal opinion are treated a little bit better than they used to be because Mm -hmm. they were always just seeing like okay like and when i say this i'm only talking about in my field not in general um because they were always seen as like disposable because it's always next year, right? Yeah. And then when budget cuts came for a particular firm, it was like, we're going to stop the internship program. But also when they stopped the internship program, it stopped people wanting to actually work at that firm because a lot of people that I learned and I wish I knew this was they really just want the experience because they they're going to get the money on the back end they're like hey like i'm going to say i worked at this place it's like if you know for a fact that you're into like sneakers and shit nike gives you a job you're like all right cool like I, you know but it's an internship like hey it's an internship for six months you know what somebody's going to say you know what they got to pay me it's like why the fuck they need to pay you like you just starting out here like they they aren't obligated to pay you but then there's that one person like you know what I'm going to get my foot in the door. I'm going to work at fucking Nike. I'm going to go and work here. And next thing you know, they get a job because guess what happens? Like, 
people know their face. They saw them every day as an intern. I'm like, oh, well, you just are here every day, so we might as well hire you. Or they'll say the the cliche, well, you know, when you're finished school, just give us a call, and then you know we'll work something out. And they do, because they're like, oh, they actually called back. They actually, it's a face that they know, and then they can respect you because of the fact that you were willing to work for nothing, but now they have the money. But you also have the leverage because you've already worked there. You probably con- made connections with them. You see what the salaries like. You see the workload, and then you're like, you know what? I could respect that offer, but I'm worth this because I already know the process. That's where the internship is a good thing. Where it's like, you know what? I can leverage this, especially if you're in college, and not even just in college. Like, I would say, for me, until you're around like 27, is my cap for like internships. And someone would say, "Well, great, why are you capping it?" Because at some point, you got to be like, "All right, like I can't personally take internships." Unless I'm doing a like a complete career change, and even then, it has to be an internship that has like a hard stop. It's a three month. Let me teach you this business, and then it can transition into a role. Because a lot of companies, I don't know, like how if you've looked or not, a lot of companies are doing that shit, where it's not even internships for people who are in college. It's just internships. Like the job is an internship, and you're mm-hmm. supposed to like just work for them for free, and that's the how did how did how did they tell me this? It's the cutting out the middleman of going to a temp agency. Instead of going through a temp agency and paying, like, say, if you're paying somebody like sixty thousand dollars, right? You're paying a person sixty thousand dollars for their job. When you work with a temp agency, the salary that they get based is sixty thousand dollars. So it's roughly what is that like thirty dollars an hour, right? You're saying mm-hmm. I'm paying thirty thousand dollars an hour to this temp agency for this person, but I also have to pay the temp agency. And you have to pay them half that amount. So you pay roughly $45. I'm sorry. Yeah, $45 for one person. You're like, no, I'll cut out the middleman and say, you know what? You can work here, but it's an internship and it's free. So you've worked for pretty much a fourth of a year for free. And then they hire you once you max out your temp hours or your internship hours. Then they hire you, but you've already missed a fourth of the salary that you would have got. So a lot of companies are starting to get hip and doing that, which like you said, it's free labor. They also know for a fact that they can just continue to throw perks at you. Hey, we got a soccer team. We got a softball team. We have uh, <laughs> there's pizza in the break room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got pizza. That shit. That's how my job got me. Like my job was like, oh well, we don't have a dress code here. That honestly, they hooked me at that. They were like, oh, there's no dress code. I was like, wait, so I can just, Chan, I look like when I go into the office, like when it's hot, I wear basketball shorts. I'm like basketball shorts, t-shirt, backpack. That that that's my shit. Um, when it's cold outside, joggers. I, when I moved to the house from the apartment, I threw away all my slacks. I was like, yo, I don't, what the fuck do I need these for? All right. Now, obviously, when I go on an interview, I'm fucked. I got to go buy this shit. But again, story for another day. But there are a lot of people who they go into these internships because of the perks. Like, say if you're an intern for Google, like everybody that I know who talks about working at Google or working for Google or interning at Google, they're like, yo, this is dope. We got, they got the pool, they got, you know, free, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like, you realize that's because they want you to stay at that office as long as fucking possible. They offer you free breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But it's not just for interns, that's for everybody. Yeah. My job was like, hey, we get the uh, the free lunch on Fridays, the free breakfast on Mondays, and, you know, free dress code. I'm sorry, not free dress code, but, like, no dress code, all these other, like, perks. And you're like, yeah, it's quality of life stuff, but it's like... 
but where's the money? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the, the companies have, trust me, if they have money for pizza Fridays for the entire office, they have money for salaries. They have money for raises and bonuses, and more importantly, you as an intern to pay you at the end of your internship. I just want to know, for somebody who's obviously done internships, Shan, like, if you could go back and have that Shan in 2022, knowing what you know, what's one thing that you would have asked for as an intern that you couldn't ask for financially? Like, if they tell you money's completely off the table, what would you ask for? A guaranteed position. Mm. Once I'm once I'm done with the internship, because when you when you work in like a fashion industry or retail industry, how much you pay for, to go to college does not match the jobs you get offered once you're done. And that was like my biggest turn off after I graduated college was okay i did college i graduated um fashion jobs they're not asking for your gpa because that shit don't matter uh mm-hmm. they want to know your experience and then you spend like 10 to 15 years after you graduate college kissing ass yep and getting lowballed and basically sweat shopping your way to basically have a name have a say, have respect, be seen. Like a, a designer like Mark Jacobs, he didn't really get on for real until he was like close to his 40s. Mm-hmm. A lot of designers don't get like a real footing in fashion on a major scale until they're like in their 30s, 40s, sometimes their fucking 50s. And um, it's a very like, harsh um put your personality on industry and what really stopped me from like staying in new york and basically slaving away at like different jobs and places and working for people was i said you i'm not about to like give jobs that don't give a fuck about me um don't care about like my design talent but want to use my body um, mm-hmm. to work for them, make them better. 10 years of my life when I came out experiencing life somewhere else and exactly. may, maybe having a family. A lot of people that I went to school with, they went to um, college with me, got a bachelor's, then went back to school and went for like a master's in fashion something. And then they in their 40s now, they're not in a relationship, they're not married, they don't have kids, and now they're playing catch up in life. Nope. With all this Mm-mm. debt. And my thing yeah. is like, the, the, how you move up in New York is kind of what you said, is who you know, if your family comes from money or if that designer or company wants to kiss your family's ass. It's not mm. about t- there's so many talented people in a big city like New York that are going for the same job you're going for. You see a job in New York, it's like 300 people going for that same job. Mm-hmm. So it really humbles you and you really have to say, like, how much effort do I want to give to this thing? How much time do I want to give to this thing? Do I want to live my life? Or do I want to chase having this brand or this 
pointless reach. So building a skill in a career that you would want to have is a good reason to be in an internship. But for right now, I could never do an internship ever. Like I need green money. Like I did like doing internships and working multiple jobs in New York and getting paid every week. Like I told you many times when I lived in New York, I never checked my bank account because I always knew I had money coming in from somewhere. Um, Right now, if you're going for anything like communications or you're trying to get a, um, um, to graduate with any type of degree in communications, maybe you might see something like summer intern, you know, collaborate with corporate communications, social media management, but now they're going to tell you mandatory for COVID vaccination. Mandatory mm-hmm. to do this, but you're not going to pay me. And those are the type of things that you have to think about now. Do you want to do? And it's free. Everything is going up right now. Do you want to get somebody time that you could be putting somewhere else to actually make money that you need? You might exactly. see a fashion internship say, we want you to be proficient in Photoshop and Illustrator. We want you to know graphic design. We want you to understand e-commerce. Your responsibilities on top of that will be the showroom sales, uh, data entry, sales mm-hmm. analysis. Do you want to do all of that and not be paid? That is a personal question. Some people are willing and some people are like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And I feel like the kids in the young people in their 20s that could be like, hell no, I don't want to do that. They got to work for themselves. There's nobody else helping them in life. There's nobody else helping them with their rent. There's nobody else helping them with like the school shit. And they have to work. The kids that be like, yeah, I'll do it. Their parents got buku dollars. Mm -hmm. It was a flex for them to live in a big city like New York and their parents is paying their rent. And they really ain't got to worry about a lot. So right now, the only thing that I would do if I was really interested in the industries that are making money, the Mm -hmm. top eight best internships right now would be Uber because of tech. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of these tech jobs guarantee you a job afterwards. And Salesforce because of tech. Almost everybody mm-hmm. uses Salesforce. Meditech, you already know. LinkedIn mm-hmm. Tech, a lot of their positions, they, they guarantee you a job. Google internships, for sure, but they have a high turnover rate. They're fucking Google. Uh, Microsoft internship, we have a Microsoft corporate office now here in Atlanta. Um, they guarantee you jobs after. JP and Morgan, a lot of companies use them to hold their 401k money for their employees. They're always hiring and looking for internships. Tesla does paid internships. They'll relocate you. They're like, there's a lot more benefits if you're going into tech. If you're not going into tech right now and you want to do an internship, to me, with the knowledge I know now, you are going to waste your time. Mm-hmm. You are going to waste your time. But if yep. you are looking for internships, I would check out iStudentGlobal.com. Um, mm-hmm. There's a good article on Forbes.com for good internships right now. Um, Capital-Placement.com and Goodwall.io 
has some great listed internships, what they're offering, um, what you can look into. But tech for everybody is where it's at. Um, getting to know how to do something with tech is where it's at. Always check glassdoor.com. They have an article on there talking about the 25 companies offering internships, top dollar paying in 2022. I don't know who's going to be top dollar in 2023, but I know there's going to be a lot more companies um, hiring for electric vehicles because a lot of companies are making electric cars come next year. So I would look into that. And I just want people to be mindful of your time. Have mm-hmm. some accountability when you at internships. Own your mistakes and stop blaming people. Because if you that person in the office, you definitely wasting your time because they're not going to hire you for nothing. Not at they're, all. They're going to see your true character. If you sit there and you bullshit all day, you don't do your work, and then you leave when everybody's leaving, they can be like, okay, at the end of their time, we're going to give them a horrible review. And I will tell you this, till this day, the same women that I work for, for Rockaware, mm-hmm. are the same women that connect connected me to a job in New York. And then mm-hmm. when I left New York and I moved back to Atlanta, were the same women that connected me to who I was living with in that. So my thing through this whole shit is don't burn any bridges with nobody. Don't burn any bridges with companies you work for. Don't burn any bridges with uh, internships because there's people there that know people in other places that will set you the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And I'm still friends with the people that work at Rockaware. The the people that I work with at Gap, like family to me. Um, The people I work I still talk to um, the people at Bot Care gave me great um, like uh, recommendations on my LinkedIn that have helped me to get other jobs. So my thing is like be realistic about what you can handle and check your ego at places like this because people pick up on that shit too. And People will use you, but if you don't want to be used and you know an internship ain't for you, you're looking for the money, you're looking for opportunities to grow. Um, Just like jobs be like, this is your three-month, you know, review, or this is your um, annual review. We want to tell you how you did. I tell people all the time, stay looking for a job. Stay updating your resume. Uh, stay updating, have like three different cover letters. So you just ready because the longer you work somewhere, the more mundane it gets. And because you're human, you might grow out of some shit and you might get bored or you might have a side business and your side business is making you more money than the place that you really don't like being at anymore. That's taking a majority of your time. And you need to figure out how you can be less there and more doing your side business work. And if you get to a point where your side business makes more sense than the regular shit, by all means, know when you need to get up. What I really hate about people that take a job is you stay there to the point where you make yourself sick. You make yourself miserable. 
and then you you're you're bitter and miserable to everybody else around you and it's because you're upset with yourself you didn't leave when you could could have left you didn't jump on the opportunity that you could have jumped on and now you're miserable so be prepared at internships to work harder than others be grateful for the opportunity i say a maximum of 15 hours per week or 20 no more than that any more than that that's a job you need to be paying me facts facts a lot of them companies will try to skirt the line what they'll do is they'll take you to work events which is technically your personal time and it's billable hours and have you go to that shit um also travel like if you're going from place to place you're on the clock if you're doing something for them going to their like not the happy hours but that extra shit like oh we're going to go to another client's office and mm-mm, mm-mm. it's nice to see them but you know i'm getting paid for this right because this is over my little 25 hours like no know, know the rules and make it crystal clear now you may end up losing the internship because of that but trust me they're gonna respect the fact that they can't use you there are more there, people than that oh go ahead there was this um this french this Asian French lady that I worked for in the West Village when I was in New York, right? And she had this boutique and there was only me in the boutique most of the days or me and this other girl that was her friend also. She didn't really do shit in the boutique and it was upstairs and downstairs. And a lot of celebrities would come in there and buy shit because it was like really high-end, overpriced um shit she would buy from other countries and sell it in the store she had no fucking in the, uh like inventory set up i created her inventory for everything in that fucking store she didn't know how to do any visuals she just knew she wanted a store she had the money she made a store the register was a macbook and i would basically hold that whole fucking boutique down and yeah. In the summertime, she was like, they rent out like a a storefront in the Hamptons. She wanted me to go from the West Village to the Hamptons some days out of the week and do the store too. And she would give me the money. No, she would pay for the um, Hampton Jitney bus to take me early in the morning, go to the Hamptons, do the store. I would have to rush back to the bus after I closed that store um, and get on the bus, go back to New York. Sometimes she'd be like, oh, there's this green dress in a small that a customer wants here um, in the city. Make sure you bring that back and have it at the store so they can pick it up tomorrow. Mm. Until I get home, ho, this is time you're paying me for so you're paying me for the time that i'm still on the bus till i get to the store when i get in the city and then i'll put on the shit on the sheet what time i got to the store so she was getting so frustrated that by the time she would add up my week pay bitch you're paying me buku dollars because you're taking my time mm-hmm. and so she would try to say um i saw on calendar that you marked you were here um at 9 45 um I, I i just don't understand like all these out extra hours because you keep telling me once i leave a store in the hamptons 
to come back to the fucking West Village and drop off items so somebody can have it tomorrow because I'm off tomorrow. Exactly. That's my time. I'm not doing that after I clock out. I'm exactly. going to stay clocked out after I drop the shit off at the store. Hello? And you can listen, you can see on the cameras when I came in and out of the store. Yep. People is painting a picture like I'm just marking hours on this shit so I could get paid more money. Bitch. Mm -mm. Trust me, I don't need your money that much. Listen, and so people in New York will try to stroke you like that, um, where they feel like just because you work for them, they delegate your life. And you really have to be on point with saying, no, you get this amount of my time. I can do this. Do you want me here or not? And so um, that's internship life. I am in my 30s. I cannot do an internship. But I will say for experience, you should try it depending on what industry you're in so you can respect the people that work for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was a good life. It was very interesting. I met some great people. I remember when I was um, interning at Bakir, they had like floor to ceiling glass doors where you could see through the little offices. Greg, those doors and the glass was so fucking clean that one mm -hmm. time you were having like a leather meeting, going through the leathers for the shoes for the next season. Mm -hmm. I went to the the printer to pick up the paper and go back in the office where there was like eight people in the meeting. You could see through the glass. And on the other side, everybody else is at their computers and it's open so you could see everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Why did I just walk directly into the door? Wow, see. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait! I walked directly into the door the first time and everybody stopped. They stopped the meeting and they were looking directly at me. Then the people behind me in the office stopped the look. And then by default, my brain didn't connect with, bitch, you need to open the door. I walked back into the shit the second time. <laughs> and so at that point people was like what is going on why won't she open the door but nobody was saying anything they were just shocked and then I went to open the door because I was so embarrassed by the time I got in there to sit down nobody could contain themselves they were fucking on the floor <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. oh my man I promise you, if I if I um I had to hit up, I saw the designer and the owner on Instagram, and so I had DM'd her, and I was like, "Hey, such and such is me. Uh, remember, you had an intern that walked into the glass door during the sample meeting, and she was like, oh, hey.' And I was just like, "Damn, she remembered me." <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool. But yeah, I um. I never worked in food. I knew before I was 16 that I would never want to work with food. Um, I knew I wanted to be in retail because I'm an organized clean freak. And I like to be busy. So mm -hmm. um, that was my life. That is no longer my life. I feel like at a certain age, your body can't do retail. You can't do standing up for eight hours of the day. You can't yeah. do bending and um, 
putting up structures and holding heavy shit in order to make your money. As you get older, to have a beneficial life, you you need to get to a point where you do a lot less body work to do work. And mind work is what you need to work. And sometimes that is sitting at a desk. And sometimes that is repetitive, boring shit. But that's where your like side hustle, your side interest has to kick in. And uh whew, my feet, my feet has been through some days. My lord. Internship life. Yeah, I've I've learned a lot with this episode. I'm like, dang, like I I, I would have never thought like because I I always kind of felt weird because I felt like I was like above that shit. But mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, like it it's a little bit different now. So you gave me some insight that I needed. So I appreciate that. Yeah, man. But I just wanted to do it because I know a lot of people are going to college now. College right now with COVID and how shit is now is weird as shit. Um, the demand and the time frame for stuff is weird because they putting out Halloween stuff right after the back to school stuff. And they putting out Thanksgiving stuff with the Halloween stuff. And I don't even want to imagine what it looks like in other industries as far as like how fast they're moving. Now it's like all this talk with creating a a completely different financial setup for money. Now that's going to be happening where people trying to get shit faster than direct deposit and Mm -hmm. everything's moving faster. And I I feel like you do yourself a disservice of not knowing what's coming. Mm -hmm. You do yourself a disservice of not reading what's showing up because people today, we don't fucking watch the news because we don't got time to watch the news. We listen to news and we read Twitter. (laughs) And so I do my point of reading Twitter and checking out different news changes and um, MSN uh, news feed is really crazy. But I get so much information from it, and I just feel like we have to be two steps ahead of what's going on, or we could be bombarded with a whole different language. Mm-hmm. And what Absolutely. really pisses me off is this whole government was so against um, NFTs and um, the moving of money. And look at the news now: mm-hmm. Biden, Biden talking about you know making sure you know digitally you can do X, Y, and Z, like, y'all just want to control shit. Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah. This is it. This is on our stereo. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to talk to tonight, talk about tonight. Um, It wasn't relationships. It wasn't, you know, podcast gripes. It was internships, and I hope it helps mm-hmm. or it helps who it needs to help. But yeah, it does feel like free labor, but if it's helping you um, gain some self-awareness or some career awareness or it puts you in a position to be like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. Or maybe the major I picked in college, I need to switch up. Or maybe I should take a minor in X, Y, and Z. Or you talk to people at the job and you say, okay, what's your position? What do you do? What is your pay? 
um, day to day, you get to see what they do. If that's something you want to do, you need to be talking to them. That's how that works. But yeah. Anything else with you, Greg, before we out of here? Oh, not at all. Like I did a lot of talking already this episode, but I wanted to learn. I wanted to build. So I'm learning a lot and I'm I'm excited for next week. Because if this episode was as good, I can only imagine what next week's going to be like. Yeah, I got to find um, the uh, episode list to see what I want to pop up with. Um, tech. Tech is on the rise, like Harlem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we need to maybe talk about some, you know, since we talked about internships, talk about some tech jobs, some entry-level tech jobs that pay or some, you know, jobs that you should consider that pay instead of doing internships. Yes, I think I can. I, I think I can come let's, up with. Let's uh, do it. Uh, um, jobs that pay or tech um, webinars that you mm-hmm. should look into to learn something so you could be offered a better position. Because when I go look for jobs now, that's all I see is tech, this, tech, this, and I'm just like, nigga, mm-hmm. what is this? Yeah. Oh, trust me. Like I, I told Jess, I was like, um, just letting you know this now. Be before, um, if my performance review and all the other stuff goes good and I don't get the raise that I feel like I'm deserving, mm-hmm. I'm going to every fucking interview, every single one, like virtual, non-virtual. I might take, I might show up to work in a suit, intentionally, <laughs> j- just because. Um, but yeah. Next week, we definitely have to talk because I'm actually doing that research this weekend anyway for my own personal uses. So I would definitely like to hear your side for it before Saturday. So we're well, on Saturday. I'm with it. <sighs> what? I mean, this was this is a good build, good episode. Um, ladies and gentlemen, y'all should already know all the social medias. You should know all the things when it comes to this podcast. And if you don't, you wouldn't be listening. But luckily, you are either on stereo or on the podcast platform of Loudmouth Stereo. You can follow our individual podcast. You know, Shan is obviously she gets a podcast with Patreon Bay. Like, we we have a lot. And then obviously me. You know, when we do put out episodes for Young Black and Bother, which we do, we got the sports desk. We got Young Black and Bother. We came out with episode four hundred and thirty this week. Surprising shit out of me too. Um, yeah, four hundred thirty nice. plus. Um, we're, we're we're doing things. I thought that I was going to get to five hundred this year. I can wait. I think I can drop episode 500 on my birthday. Um, also, oh, I had somebody. What I from... wanted to say. So, for she gets it, December, I'm not doing any personal episodes. I'm doing all collabs. So, if you see any she gets it episodes out, it's me getting whatever podcast I collab with and posting it. Now, that being said, for any of you who are listening and you want to collab with Shan, how can they reach out to you? You can hit me at Shambi Potten DM on Twitter or on IG, or you can email me at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. And you can check out shambipodden.com to get a feel of what she gets it beyond. But um, I'm willing to come on your show and talk about whatever you want to talk about and collab for December. Um, I'm trying to have just where she gets it. I'll still do shows for Loudmouth, 
I still do um, real relationship report and cozy room, but for she gets it. That's like my December gift for podcasts. Is like, if you need me, December is it. Give me a date. Mm-hmm. Give me. A... See? Yeah. Well, if you don't know, now you know. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the episode, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Peace.